Population 1, the VR Battle Royale shooter, has a new map update called Metropolis, and the level design is actually pretty good, so we're going to break that down. Hello and welcome to Headmounted Destinations, a podcast about virtual reality and VR game development. We provide our perspective as developers and give a sneak peek behind the curtain for people interested in how VR games are made. I'm your friendly neighborhood host and level designer, Carlos, and with me, as always... I'm Matt. I'm a gameplay programmer. And today we're talking about Population One's new map update called Metropolis. This is a big futuristic city that takes up maybe a quarter to a sixth of the map. This is replacing the city part of the map that was there before. It's not a new map. It's like a subsection of the map. And also they did level design changes to it, right? Yes. It replaces this chunk of city that was in the back corner, kind of opposite to the graveyard area. And if anything, it's sort of, it's replacing a more industrial type setting with now a futuristic metropolis, as the name implies. Right. And it, it's, I guess the big thing is the verticality. It's like super built up. There's maybe like three main layers. There's all these walkways and then there's rooftops and then there's ground floor. Yeah. So within the metropolis, we have like huge skyscrapers, a bunch of like billboards and stuff. There's a train station and like Matt was saying, all these different sort of layers you can go through. Like in the trailer, they show off this building that is just like hollow on the inside and has uh, staircases leading around with like hip high cover and these people having shootouts from like one side of the building to the other, people climbing up the staircase at wall and like flying from like side to side to like close the gap against their target. And all of that stuff is like definitely happening in the game because everything is like way more condensed and vertical. There's a lot more fighting going on on like a more horizontal level so like while it might feel like everyone's kind of like farther away at times it's really mostly that everyone is still clustered because the verticality adds so much like length to travel around while not actually putting players farther away in a sort of uh, battle visibility context yeah I gotta say, like, I was not a huge fan of Population 1, you know, before this. And I think a large part of that was the gameplay just felt so bland. And, like, I'm just walking across a flat plane for a while. And then I'm, like, getting shot by some speck in the distance. Yeah. And this totally solves every issue. Well, not every issue, but basically all of those issues where... I'm not slogging along through uninteresting terrain for a while. I'm having interesting battles regularly. Engagements are much closer range. It's just faster paced. Uh, it just fixes so much for me. Yeah, and you mentioned the big problem very early on in your description. I am walking across long terrain, not really making any changes. I'm often choosing to climb, and I almost have to go out of my way to climb. And that's just not fun when climbing is one of the things that makes this such a VR only game. So in the first era of Population One, right, it was way more, let's say, like 
PUBG, where you would like drop onto the ground, you're walking long distances, super quiet time everywhere, the things you're climbing that can be climbed a lot, meaning like taller buildings, is restricted to just one area. Everything else is very like low to the ground structures, right? Almost like no bigger than a two floor home. And oftentimes it's a one floor home. So it didn't lean into its strengths. Like a, a large mm-hmm. amount of the map didn't lean into its strengths. And we slowly saw more updates come to the map, right? Like the old West town. But even then, we're still only climbing. The verticality is just two floors high, right? Fighting on the rooftops isn't really all that viable. And the update after that, we see the big Castle Kingdom come into play. There's more elements for that verticality. But it honestly felt like the heat maps or the hot spots for the kingdom would be more so on the inside of the castle rather than like the exterior where people would be climbing and stuff. So I feel like Metropolis brings this sort of like third era of like pop one in where it's now very much like, no, it's all about the verticality. We want you to climb. We want you to fly and do the things that make this game only possible in VR. And Also, thinking on the downfalls of like the early era where it's like, yeah, oh, it takes forever to walk across this part of terrain, as well as it takes so long for people to climb the tower. Remember, it would be like Mm -hmm. this fun. I want to say it would be like this fun mini game where we climb the tower, but it turned into like arduous, like minutes upon minutes of climbing that huge structure because we didn't have any shortcuts. Right? Oh, you want to climb? Here's a tower that's like a mile tall. Get your climbing in. Exactly. And there's nothing to like let you take a break or shake it up as you're going there. And so the thought to include these jump pads was like, to me, read as a, oh, the designers are actually really, you know, looking in on what are the best parts of their game and how can we more quickly get to those parts and how can we tailor our game to lean into those parts. And I hope these jump pads, if they do kind of do a wider map update, that they just in general stay, they echo throughout the rest of the map. I I don't want those just stay in Metropolis. I think those are super helpful. They remind me of the uh, big hot air balloon rope things from Apex Legends that allow you to like zip up and then skydive elsewhere. Uh, I think these jump pads would be super useful because, you know, they cut down the travel time for that climb, right? Like if we wanted to climb the tower, I would so want jump pads up at like very minimal key points along the tower. And also it allows us to make horizontal traversal that much easier. Yeah, bringing up Apex is interesting because Apex, you know, it's a very, very vertical in terms of the play, but it, you know, less so than Population 1. Population 1, like you can climb anything. That's actually like one of your core differentiating features actually leaning leaning into that with the you know level design like oh yeah okay now you're actually designing for your game and the jump pads are sort of turning they're like i compared them to the man cannons from halo where you sort of or have to get to this one point this jumping off point on the map but once you do you are moved a long ways to another point on the map, except instead of doing it horizontally, you're doing it vertically. So, you know, it's like, oh, I got to get up. I'm on the ground floor. I'm going to get up to the second floor and then like fighting on the walkways. Okay, now I'm going up to the other set of walkways and then up to the uh, rooftops really quickly. And that's like, 
that's just interesting. Having those shortcuts, thinking about the verticality is not just climbing, but having different pathways with different properties where you're thinking about how, how can I traverse the vertical space? Yeah. And oftentimes we see that at least in our gameplay experience, we have to like fly. It's usually some sort of like, I'm either taking like some trip upward or some trip downward. And, you know, on a macro level, this sounds like no duh, of course, right? Like you either got to get up to the bad guy or you got to like fly down and adjust to the bad guy. I think though, to add a verb to that, it would be neat to have some sort of like zip line. Mm. Uh, I know like flying is like fun. It's cool. I recently got a kill while flying in a match a few days ago and that felt exhilarating, but I can't help to think about Bioshock Infinite when I look back on the matches we played and this really cool neon, almost cyberpunky city where like, huh, we already have like a railroad going through this thing. Why couldn't we have some like one bar like zip lines across? Like we don't need a device to hook onto, right? It could be something kind of like Sprint Vector's grip stream where it's just like, oh, this is a line that I can grab. If I grab it, I'll start sliding down. Mm -hmm. And maybe if I like turn my hand a certain direction, it'll like reverse me up. That's a really cool idea. As a, as a yes and, I guess I would say that generally you're very exposed when you're flying around in Population 1, like to the point where on the initial drop, you will just get sniped out of the sky. You're like, I don't yeah. even have a gun. And I just like died immediately. So to counter that, you know, we're talking about this futuristic city, like maybe having air cars or some sort of moving platform that's moving horizontally with cover on it. Or, you know, vertical elevators, where as a team, you can all crowd into this thing, crouch down physically to take cover, and then like move to another spot on the map. And, you know, people can take shots at you, but you have a chance of surviving and shooting back because you're not concentrating on where you're going potentially, and you can take cover. And it's like, that would be such a nice thing. It, it lets you do the, the crouching and the looking around. That's the interesting part of this being in VR. And it's not just a death sentence. Yes, and I really like that part of the elevator where you have to like crouch, like the cover itself. Maybe there's like a sliver or two of full body cover, but trying to tie you into the VR space as much as possible. It's like mostly hip high cover, which is something I really like from that staircase building I mentioned a little while ago. It's mm -hmm. like all the cover there is, is hip high, right? So if you have the higher ground, you're kind of like, Oh shit, I need to rely on like my building to build an extra case of protection or like get out of sight lines. If you're on equal grounds, then you could build, you know, it's always an option, but you're more likely now going to actually bend down and take cover behind something, which I feel like we get more so from Metropolis than the map as a whole, uh, especially because so much of the map as a whole has like larger pieces of cover and the gunfights tend to take place across like greater distances. Mm, and, and talking about, you know, building the ability to place walls the fact that there's a lot more constrained areas where it's like a, just a walkway almost actually makes building a lot more effective in combat, right? Talking about the apartment building with the sort of spiraling staircase around the interior perimeter, like you can just place one wall and it blocks all movement along that pathway versus like, oh, I need to build a bunch of walls and then 
even then they could go around them facilitating the use of that feature yeah i did feel a lot better using building in this update because to cite another example we had while playing there are these enclosed spaces or spaces that are just narrow enough to make a minimal amount of walls viable as like a protection or some sort of time buyer. So we were inside one of the stores on ground level, and I think there was maybe three entrances to it, mm. but all the entrances were kind of corner entrances and we could use like two walls to fully close it off. Right. Yep. yep. And we had another team or two outside. So it created this really cool tense situation where, you know, the three of us were like, click clack click clack building up all these walls around the entrances and then focusing our line of sight on these like kill box areas that we had set up mm -hmm. and we just never get that type of experience when we were in earlier updates you know of just like these vast distances we're not thinking the builds cover because the space is so large I think we often will think like, oh, we have to build a box around ourselves. Well, the box isn't going to make any sense. So am I just going to build a wall and then peek out from behind it? And that to me never felt worthwhile. Whereas like now that I was like in this building or in this hallway and I could think, oh, one wall here completely blocks their path. That'll maybe buy me some time to run away. And now I'm like building singular walls behind me as like, you know, this cartoon like shield as i go along mm -hmm. or it leads to these cooler <clears throat> tactical moments where it's like oh we're using building to kind of one give us a heads up that people are coming in but two funnel them in some way that strategically serves us to that victory yeah and talking on that that whole idea of like we were camping in the ground store floor i think that speaks to just a larger aspect of this map update which is sort of the idea of sight lines and choke points and stuff, you know, sort of like classic level design things are getting applied vertically as well. Uh, you know, there are a bunch of instances I ran into where, you know, there's a lot more loot on the ground floor. Like it's, it's generally disadvantageous to be lower down because you just have horror situational awareness. People can like drop down on you with very little warning or shoot you from above. But there's lots of vertical cover, like overhangs, shops you can go into with lots of loot. And you can use that to force people to come down and fight on your level. It's like, a, you know, very interesting sort of vertical cover aspect to it. Yeah. And that sort of sixed off, right? Like six degrees of freedom, mm -hmm. that type of, that means like the full orb around you, right? That combat awareness within the six doff format is very vr mm -hmm. like i can only additionally connect it to echo arena where it is like oh i am in zero g every degree around me is a viable location to throw my frisbee or catch a frisbee and you know tracking my teammates and it's similar here except it's not as free movement as say us being in zero g but now thanks to the nooks and rooftops and different sort of overhangs and billboards you could grab onto it very much is like this really cool just futuristic feeling like holy shit i need to keep all awareness around me whereas like before we would just be in a grassy field and i would sort of feel like i need that all awareness and it instead just like ramped up my anxiety as opposed to being like me actually situationally prepared yeah yeah the comparison to echo arena is interesting i feel like echo arena is almost 
too free like because you not only can people come at you from below and above with as much ease as they can come sideways but advanced players can also rotate their vision so that they're down as you're up or whatever and that gives them an edge over you if you're not in the same orientation and that's like very confusing and very advanced so you know having gravity and having everyone aligned with the same up in population one means it's like a controlled sense of they can come from any direction i'm thinking about you know this time where i was pinned down but i was pinned down on a billboard that was in the air so i I could go down or i could go up but both directions they would shoot me if i popped out in either way so it's like weird sort of being in cover but just in the middle of the air with no ground below me i'm hanging on with one hand being like where do I go from here? Do I wait for my teammates to come and like flush them out? You know? Yeah. I love that. I love that as a VR moment. And that's something that they show, I think in the trailer, at least they try to reinforce this from the very beginning with people hanging one arm from the wall, another arm with like a M4 in their hand or something just like bra bra bra, like on other people. And it seems like more often than not, when you did try to do that, it would be for like showing off or just, you know, you're not in the best spot. And here, as long as you have that awareness of like, hey, if I'm hanging on a billboard, I know I'm like fully blocked from this side, but obviously I have another half of the city that could like shoot me. As long as you're like safe there, it's still a very good viable like piece of cover. And also depending on which direction the battle is facing because now like we said we can have the battle coming from above us we can have the battle coming from below us we can have the battle coming horizontally of us like we could also have a full i'm dead foobar situation where it's like oh we're actually getting pinched we're in like the middle layer we have a team above us on the rooftops we have a team throwing grenades at us from the ground level Mm -hmm. and now there's a team that keeps building walls in this damn hallway we're trying to escape through (laughs) and it's it's just so cool like that's something i am really enjoying i want to get back into it and play it more um and something that is tangentially related to the sort of like being aware of everything around you and like the combat going on there are some power-ups that are not locked but let's say blocked behind a glass wall yeah so like for some of these storefronts you have to actually like smash glass in order to like pick up those uh items and you know go use them And I really liked that. I think that was a really good, like, small detail level design thing where, hey, there are plenty of items around, but if you specifically want this stuff, you're going to have to make noise. And, Mm -hmm. like, that noise travels far. Like, there were quite a few times where we'd be, like, half a skyscraper up, and I heard that and immediately, like, got into heightened awareness mode Mm -hmm. and ready to, like, hone in on somebody, which is just really cool. It's like just part of the risk and reward thing, right? Um, again, there's like plenty of items nearby and some hot dog stands or whatever, but you do have to travel that direction, mm-hmm. which also puts you out in the open. Being on ground level for me felt like being a worm in the middle of like a eagle infested desert. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the streets would sort of be this like danger zone where you're like, I don't know if I'm going to get shot at, but like I better run across as fast as possible if I'm going to move. And so now you like are sort of traveling along the bottom edge of buildings to stay under some cover 
but like you can run into another team where they're across the street and neither of you want to move into the open because you might get shot from above. So you're having this this battle that's constrained by like the fear of, you know, the upper levels. But you're you're there for the loot. And then, you know, maybe you can escape up, but climbing is still kind of slow unless you take a jump pad. So there's like a, a risk there of if I start climbing, they can just shoot me uh, off the building if they get around to a position where they can see me. It, yeah, it's just a very interesting tactical situation there, sort of all over the map. Lots of like different tactical situations, which I think was the, is the main thing we're trying to call out of like, this is good level design. Oh my God, finally, it's happening. <laughs> Yeah, right. And the sense of scale is so much better now because of all these little pieces that we're mentioning. Like there are hot dog stands at the ground level, cars and stuff, right? You get about halfway up in altitude. You have the much bigger train and uh the rail that goes with that train. You have the train station, the nightclub, a couple of these buildings. And in stark contrast, you have the massive, like, central tower. You have the, uh, the big staircase building and some of those things more towards the construction area. And the jump pads, I think, kind of also help to reinforce that scale as well, right? Like, if we were to sort of think of this in a Shadow of the Colossus type context, we're on ground level. We can see just like the massiveness of the skyscraper. And then and then on ground level, when we take the jump pad, we still only go up maybe high enough to reach its like kneecap, potentially just under its waist or something like that. So that's another thing that is just like, wow, like I am comparing my handheld items to like hip high pieces of object in the environment you know like the cement dividers and the things like that i can compare those dividers to like cars in the area i'm comparing the cars to like the storefronts now i have like a reference for a building that's kind of small reference for a building that's like huge and like just all these different things come into play it just makes for also a very like aesthetically exciting environment mm-hmm I'm I'm not sure if one would consider it busy, but I definitely like the amount of mix-up it gives to, like, any and every area. Yeah, and I think that also... These objects can turn from, like, just something that you are passing by as you're hoofing it across a giant map to, like, actually important aspects of the environment where a battle could happen around these at any time. And I'm I'm thinking about, you know, you had a couple of moments where you were like, people were shooting sort of from the hip, like under a piece of geometry that, that was shaped a certain way, like in these close combat fights. Yeah, people really taking advantage of the collision of certain objects. That was also very VR. Like normally, say you're watching somebody play Warzone, they would like crouch and then just kind of like blind fire in some way or you know they would like they would like crouch and then peek out and but in and out in and out whatever but for here this guy could totally be standing and literally because the way the collision is set up on that object the way it's like actually shown visibly is that like it's sort of this jagged air conditioner and it like gave him more protection where his head and like shoulders were for at least like a meter more coming outward when his like hip was exposed so he could just like hold his gun down like it was some like goofy cheesy early james bond movie and then just be like 
rat-a-tat-tat <laughs> going horizontally <laughs> and i just get like destroyed because of that um and that was like obviously we like lost the round but that was uh, like a cool moment because now i know oh shoot like that's something that thanks to the medium i can take advantage of that like i actually need to let myself get back into that magic circle of oh everything is accurately represented and i should like really treat it as if it's a real object because i think in my head i've like sort of slipped back into the mindset of like everything's a game object this is like really a, a just a game game i should i should treat everything like as lo-fi as possible mm -hmm. and that's like what helped to make me lose that moment what what i would love to see there and like this is not going to happen just because it doesn't appear to be their design direction but i think really decreasing mobility even further uh, especially horizontal mobility could play into that a lot I'm, I'm thinking about contractors vr which was sort of a very call of duty like uh shooter in its gameplay but i had all these moments where you know i'm like throwing myself down onto the floor in my actual play space going prone to like be behind cover or like a little rise you know to get out of fire and then like you know, because you're playing with all the the audio of like footsteps and and stuff, you're like creeping around, crouched, uh, you know, occasionally sprinting, and then like going into a slide and sliding into cover. Where you know, if you're sprinting in game and then you crouch, you do a slide, and, like that just grounds you even more. So reducing the speed at which you can move around or or doing something there could tie you even closer to the objects you are around and and start thinking about like. I'm crouched behind this thing. Do I want to make a move or is it, ta you know, tactically advantageous for me to stay here in cover? I would love to see more of that. Given that this is like such a radical increase in the quality of the level design in population one, how can they expand? Like, how is this going to change in the future? Right. This is just a sub game mode right now, but it's clearly such an increase in quality over everything. Like, do you think this can be expanded to the whole map? What, what should they do? Yeah, I do see a couple of possibilities happening, kind of at the lowest effort experiment that we could see coming out would be, let's take the smaller map size, potentially smaller team sizes or, you know, participant sizes, and let's apply it to different areas in the map. So like rather than Metropolis only, it's now Kingdom only or it's uh, Cowboy Town only or it's Graveyard only. I think that would actually be a really good exercise for the developers to take to get an understanding of what people lean into in those different types of environments and maybe lead to just better level design driven by player data right updates i'm thinking like right right now it's a lot of open spaces but at different vertical levels um so you know like right now for example the rooftops are an area where you have a lot of sight lines down and you sort of have good tactical control over the map but you're very exposed to people who can like climb up very slowly and quietly on the sides and, and ambush you from any direction because there's not a lot of horizontal cover. So, you know, maybe for example, if you had another urban area, but there are a lot more interiors with like windows and you could sort of try to get more firefights between two buildings that are across the street from each other rather than having those like open vertical areas. 
Like maybe that's a, a direction you can start morphing and like find a different style of play. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. And like maybe we actually see other areas get updated to lean into that style of gameplay. So like while we saw that the street level, right, had a bunch of kind of like ins and outs to sort of escape and more interior areas than the higher up areas like the higher up you got the more just kind of like barren and open it became uh we could potentially see where like maybe farmlands or like something closer to like the sciency area near graveyard that becomes more kind of like interior focused and maze like and more structures come in there and it lacks the building to building horizontal combat that say something more in the easy street area is you know that kind of like quiet neighborhood street it has a couple of apartment buildings there and i could totally see that kind of being like expanded on to be like just a like a few big apartment buildings with lots of like little windows to have that like over the distance but within enough cover like firefights and really just make the streets into no man's land in that area right and for the wide open spaces it's kind of interesting right because the wide open spaces they work well when they're like really high up but they're quite boring when they are farmlands basically right like Mm -hmm. that's the big great open area that we just walk across but we don't have that type of verticality to it so that's something that still has to be like really thought out and problem solved is like is the wide open stuff only cool when we're high up or is there something we can take from that and apply it to those areas that are way closer to the ground such as the farmlands or the plains right yeah it seems hard because like we're one of the things we really liked about this was the the verticality so it seems like any step to you know walk back on that is a step in the wrong direction but maybe i'm not being imaginative enough i like to think about Fortnite in this moment so we keep talking about low to the ground and for some reason in my head like the memory of playing Fortnite for my limited time came and i remembered that there was this whole area where like a meteor had like impacted the map and you know, that game gets a lot of like map updates and it, they tie some sort of special thing to where that update's located. So it usually becomes a hotspot, but it was very much a, oh, I don't know if I want to go down into this because it does feel like a no man's land, like I'm going to die type thing. What made that more enticing to go to was the actual presence of special objects there, whether that was like, oh, for a challenge, I need to like go inspect this meteor or there's like, some pickup that I need to get 30 of and it's only located at this location. Let me go there. I think it could be cool for pop one to incentivize the more lackluster areas with special items. Ooh, and yeah. Okay. I'm not sure how exactly that would work. Cause that's definitely like a big gameplay change. Well, to, t- to take a, a note off of apex legends, there are these sensor towers where you can go and scan and know where the, the circle is going to go next. So you can see like, Oh, you know, where should I, where should I go? If I still want to be safe over the next couple of minutes. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. More reason to explore the level would also be really good for this game. Like uh, we didn't touch on that at all, but that's actually a fantastic call out. Like if I had 
that radio tower to know where the zone was going to be in addition to where the good loot is going to be like i think it's uh one of the other apex characters she can like detect where the good loot is i would absolutely seek out parts of the environment to get those two abilities but for what i was suggesting with like making certain areas like let's say planes planes has access to like super shield juice which means it's still the same shield shaker but when i drink it i now actually get like 150 percent to 200 percent shields that i would like normally be able to hold so i'm actually like supercharging my shield going beyond the established maximum mm-hmm. it could also be something that's kind of like more vr focused where it's like uh potentially a tool like we could have a grapple hook and it takes the slot of a gun but it allows me to like lerp just like straight line almost like a hook shot from legend of zelda maybe it is more swinging focus who knows but it allows me to get that verticality not only that a jump pad would provide but it gives me the freedom of directionality that i would want so if i did want to zip line into the building that's horizontally like 20 feet away from me i could just zip line into there and kill the guy that's like shooting at me from far away or i could t- just rocket myself up the tower that much faster and maybe it only has a certain number of charges right so like we don't want these things to be like oh just win the game or become overpowered for the longest amount of time compared to everyone else just by going to these locations but you create a really good incentive and new opportunities for gameplay by leaning into some of these lackluster areas right like we don't want to just make metropolis more and more awesome because that's going to make everything else way less fun in comparison we need to boost up the fun and massage those lower areas so we can now have everything getting close to the par that metropolis is setting i wonder if maybe you could take some of the successful concepts from metropolis and like stretch them out so i'm thinking two examples um there's that area of the map that's like suburban buildings with sort of these uh open streets with like buildings on either side they're like low like if you yep. if you covered that uh, as like a covered promenade, right? So when you're in the street, you're actually not vulnerable from people who have who are like on rooftops or whatever. But you you still need that situational awareness, right? You're playing into that idea of like being aware of who's above you or who's below you or whatever. But they're not an immediate threat until you get to the end of either side of the street. Like that's a taking that concept and stretching it out, or like for the the vertical apartment complex with the walkways around the inside, maybe like the huge tower in the center of the map has a giant interior that's like taking that idea of like the vertical, you know, vertical firefights and like stretching that out, right? Turning it into this huge uh, battlefield of its own. You're not worrying about stuff from the outside. It's just vertical play. Yeah, I think it would be very fun to see the tower interior be expanded upon because the tower currently has like an interior level but does it doesn't reach all the way up to the top right it doesn't even reach halfway up and i think if they took a stab at redesigning the interior to add in some of those elements that we saw in the square staircase building apply that to the tower mix it up with what's already in the tower because i think that's actually something that's cool that they could both add to each other is like that square staircase building actually has this sort of like 
vertical no man's land it halfway up it right where it just becomes solid wall and you can only get up using the staircase or by climbing and if we had that in the actual center tower but we sort of supplement it with whatever like almost halo map it has going on inside the tower currently we could see a really cool mixture of these like oh the middle negative zone is actually the playable space for this like bit of length and now the staircases on the sides are the playable space and the no man's land is like the negative space in the middle Hmm. but if we have that repeating multiple times because this structure is so large we can have people like running across the tops or at least shooting from the sides not worrying about the people who are like two floors below them because we have this sort of like layer cake sandwich going on of like negative space the combat is coming from like the far left and the far right and then a a layer of non-negative space where it's like oh we have all the platforms going across and that's blocking people from aiming up or down to get easy shots on those who are like far far down or above them right the last issue I see with expanding from Metropolis, right? It's like, Metropolis, good job. But, you know, part of the thing we we're talking about is there is a, a certain density to the combat where because everyone's dropping into this smaller area, you're getting more fights more often, more interesting scenarios with like two or three teams pinching you. And if you, even if the rest of the map was as well designed, you're still going to you know, it's the same number of people in the space, I think. And so it's potentially going to just diffuse out and just be less interesting overall, or a slower paced at least. And I don't know if that's solvable. Yeah, that's a real good point. Maybe starting the circle smaller, like the whole map is available, but it just shrinks a lot faster. Yeah, you know, actually, I think starting the circle smaller just at a base level would be good and change up every match. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think the whole map should be the circle to begin with. I think you, depending on the number of players, you know, if it's kind of a lower one, then use three quarters of the map. Hell, maybe only use half the map as like the first zone that people can drop into. Like everything else is just stormed out because then you have the almost like novelty of like certain areas being opened up just because of the RNG. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, my my last three matches, Cowboy Town was completely blocked off. It was in the storm the entire time. Now Cowboy Land is actually like available. Sweet. We're going to go and drop. Yeah. I think that would like kind of one, help bunch people together to make areas have more novelty or excitement to them because when something is available all the time, people find it less exciting or have a demand for it than if you create, you know, some sort of reason they can't have it all the time. Final thoughts on Population One's Metropolis update is that it's very fun. It shows a lot of promise in the level design and future of Population One. Makes me think about how pistol whip has improved over time and it makes me hopeful for this game getting just better and better and better as they sort of finally figure out how to lean into the unique aspects of their game absolutely this is definitely the most optimistic update it has gotten and i look forward to playing it more and seeing where the developers go from here
If you like this episode of Head Mounted Destinations, share it with your friends. Word of mouth helps us out. To get notified about new episodes, go to headmountedpodcast.com and sign up for our email list. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts, and you can watch it on YouTube. If you'd like to discuss the episode, suggest future topics, or just interact with us in some way, hit us up on Twitter, at Mounted Head. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you at the next Head Mounted Destination.